This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. title of this, if I, if I was to title it, it would, it would really be called, You Get Back What You Put Out. And I like to simplify these things, and that's why I title these things the way I do, because <clears throat> I want you to get the information and I want you to understand it. I, I don't try to make it, you know, like, so intellectual. I try to make it plain all. You get back what you put out. In Galatians 6 and 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, the same shall he reap. So part of the got to understand this thing is don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you put out is what will come back to you. And when it says God is not mocked, that's what's going to happen. In other words, you can't change it. You can't circumvent it. You can't get around it. You can't stop it. Whatever you've put out is coming back. And so I always tell people, listen, be careful that you're putting out good and watch the good that comes back to you. And one of the things you need to understand is everything in God's kingdom is a seed or a harvest. And when you sow seeds of you're going to get back what you put out, you're going to get a harvest back. In other words, you're going to get more back of what you put out. So understanding this, you be, it, it will help you understand maybe why your life is the way it is. And I personally, I've learned this many years ago, and I am on this so hard to make sure no matter what anybody does to me, I only put out the good. I only focus on the good. I only do the good. They can cheat me and all of that. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to go after them because I know they're going to get back what they've done if they've cheated me. But I know one thing, my God will supply all my need. And so I don't even care. And I'm going to get into that. You know, there's a man I knew years ago, and he worked for the city of New York. And when I was at his house, it was it was really funny. Everything in the place said property of the city of New York. And I used to say, what, what is this? Like he'd hand you a towel or a blanket. It would say property of the city of New York. And he worked for the city, and they didn't see that this was a problem. It was just like part of work. Uh, This is what we do. We just take anything we want to take from the job, and we just take it home. And everybody understands it and accepts it. And I really didn't even know God at all back then, but I knew that was wrong. It didn't matter who you worked for. Stealing anything from your boss was just not right. And they didn't care it was the city. So... You know, I watched the man's life, and he he didn't really steal all that much, dollar-wise. But years later on, years in his life, he um, he invested in some annuity thing. He told me he invested into this, and I was listening to it. Okay, okay. And then he comes back, and he says, well, I lost $30,000. I got ripped off for $30,000. Everything you do comes back as a harvest. I am very careful about my conduct. And even though sometimes things don't go the way I want, I'm careful. 
I'm very careful what I do. I'm, it, it doesn't matter. I'm, I have a way of operating that has worked for me because I understand this principle and I want to get this into your heart and your mind. You can work this and you can work it for your good. Most people work it for the bad. They really, really don't understand this principle. They think they can do anything they want to do and it's not coming back at them. This principle, that's biblical principle, uh, God put it in there so that, or it, I will say it this way, it was designed so that you could bless yourself. You could operate in a way that no matter what you do, blessings, harvest of blessings only come back to you. And I've talked it, it, here at this ministry about your words. <clears throat> I'm not going to do that today, but your words come back as a harvest. Be careful what you say and be careful what you do. Some people work this thing the wrong way, and it's actually a curse for them. Now, God doesn't curse anybody. It's simply built into the universe. It's built into the world. You don't have to be a Christian. You can work this principle, and it'll work for you. If you're putting out good all the time, good comes back to you. If you're putting out bad all the time, bad comes back to you and always comes back as a harvest. Now, so years ago, I was down at the flea market. And, uh, you know, you go to the flea market, everybody's bargaining. You see something and you go, it says, whatever, $10. And you say, well, I'll give you five. And then they, they go, no, 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 I don't want, uh, give me eight. And you say, I'll give you seven. And they go, okay. I've watched the TV show, The American Pickers, and they're always bargaining on this whole thing. And it's all part of the show and everybody's all kind of happy. But for you as a Christian, you live in a different realm than the world. And if you're a Christian operating like the world, then the world's system's going to work for you. That way it works. So go ahead and do what you want. But this is what the Lord showed me. I was down at this flea market, and I saw something I wanted, whatever it was, and I'll say it was a cup. And I saw the cup, and it said $10. So I was looking at it, and I said, well, I'll give you five. And the guy said, no, I'm not going to go for five. I want seven. So I said, okay. And I gave him $7. And I was all happy. I'm going home. Look at this thing I got. I wanted one of these. And I got it. It was a bargain. I got it cheaper than what he wanted. Yay, yay, yay for me. And as I was going home, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, I just want you to know, you blessed yourself. And I was kind of like, oh, what are you talking about? I just, you know, we just, this is life. You know what I mean, Lord? And the Lord began to show me, he said this to me. He said, I want you to go back to the flea market, go find that guy and give him the $10 that he wanted initially and give him a $5 tip. And I was absolutely blown away. I was so mad because I was all happy about what I did. Well, I just took, I was so mad, I just threw it away. And I went home. I wasn't going to go back to the flea market. And you know, when you don't do things God's way, don't expect to be blessed. Don't expect to be protected. So the Lord said this to me later on. He said, now I want you to understand something. You get back what you put out, and it always comes back as a harvest. You blessed yourself. You didn't bless him. 
You certainly didn't bless God. Now, granted, this is not a lot of money. It's no big deal. But the Lord said, if you had paid him the $10, which is what you should have paid him, and then gave him a $5 tip, he said, I could bless you on the $5. But because you made your own deal, you blessed yourself. And he said, if you had gone back and given him the extra $3 to bring it up to 10 and then give him $5, I would have given you a hundredfold return on the $5. So you would have got the cup that you wanted and you would have had $500. And I was blown away. You know, we just don't understand the goodness of God. It's constantly with God, the goodness of God. He's constantly trying to bless you. He's constantly trying to get good into your life. And we cut him off. We don't let him work his wonderful will in our life. You know, that's why the Bible says it is better to give than to receive. We think it's better to receive. Oh, wow, look what I got, look what I got. No, God's saying it's better to give than receive because I'm going to make up the difference and it's going to blow your mind how good I'm going to do this. And the Lord was showing me, watch how good this works. And the Lord said to me, at any time you ever get ripped off, you know, you, you somebody ripped you off for some reason, don't try to go after him. Don't sue him. Don't chase him down. Number one, if you need it that bad, go ahead and take it. Number two, forgive them for the what they did to you. And then bring the rip off to God. You say, okay, Lord, I got ripped off. I, I Whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's say, uh, you know, I bought this thing and it was supposed to be, $10 and somehow they charged me 20 on my visa card or whatever. They got away with it. They stole the money. Forgive them for what they did immediately. Now, if somebody ripped you off, it's okay to go to them and say, hey, you, you didn't do this right. But if they refuse to listen or they're not going to do anything about it, make sure you forgive them. Don't hold a grudge. Forgive them for what they did. Then bring the whole thing before the Lord and say, Lord, I got ripped off. This is the amount, and I'm believing you to give me a hundredfold return on it. And God will do it. If you'll do it, if you'll just do, the, do your life the Bible way, watch how good God is and watch how much he blesses you. We think we're just going to go to church, and that's good enough. It isn't, not if you want to be blessed. Now, I'm going to give you this story. My daughter was getting married down in Boca Raton, and she went to the place and they showed her the room and she said, I have 40 people. Okay. And they had an outside area with this beautiful outside courtyard with a banyan tree, huge over the whole place. It was absolutely amazing. And, and I said, well, what about the outside banyan? They said, oh, no, no, that's extra money. You know, I said, okay, we'll take this room, 40 people. And... Three, four months before the wedding, my daughter calls him up and says, I'm not doing 40 people, I'm doing 20 people. Now, I'm talking three or four months before the wedding. And they said, and I said, well, you know, give me a credit. And they said, you know, we're not giving you any credit. You said you want 40 people. You, you paid for 40 people. We're, this is so ridiculous. My daughter said, I want, we're not doing 40, we're doing 20 people. And they wouldn't refund me the money. And they said they actually, to, in my, my opinion, they were so arrogant, they actually brought out food for 40 people because that's what they were contracted for. 
And so in other words, they just ripped me off. And I said, you know what? If that's the way they're going to do business, that's fine with me. We're going to forgive them and move on. Well, like two days before the wedding, they called up and they said, look, we got a problem. The room your daughter picked is not going to be ready. So we're going to give you the outside banyan tree thing. We're going to give you the whole beautiful thing, which would have been about double the money. We're just going to give it to you because we don't even have a room for her. Already, God's blessing was beginning to work in my life. So I already, somehow that room didn't get ready on time, and we had the beautiful wedding outside under the tree. It was outstanding. So God was already taking care of me, but it gets better. The next day, um, my wife writes all our books that we have here at the ministry. She puts it all together. And when you're done with the book, you bring it to like a, a person, like a, not an editor. They actually, he's someone who makes it what they call print ready. He puts the whole book in a format where it can be loaded in a computer and printed. So the next day we went to him and he said, it's all done. And it was usually around $1,800 for one of them. And we said, okay. And he, you know, what do I owe you? And he said, you don't owe me anything. The Lord told me to do it for you for free. See, already we're starting to win simply because we forgave them and we didn't make a big deal. We didn't go after anybody. So the Lord began working this principle in my life of if you're going to do something, pay full price and then give them a tip. And it's like, Lord, nobody lives like this. Nobody does these kind of things. I could live with paying full price, but a tip really? So shortly thereafter, I was trying to buy a car for my wife, and the guy had a minivan that she wanted, and he wanted $18,500 for the minivan. And, you know, and so I was sitting there going, like, I would pay $18,000 for it, but I know God's going to say, no, pay full price and give him more. And I was new at this, learning, beginning to enter into it, and... um I, I said, Lord, what, what am I going to do? And the Lord said, ask him what he wants for it. Now, the guy was asking 18.5. I was willing to pay 18. So I said, tell me what you want for this. And he said, I'm not taking a penny under 17.5. So I already made $1,000 right then and there. This is how God wants us to operate. I call it, we, you have to bargain backwards. And then you you can get God's blessing to pour into your life. You know, a friend of mine, uh, he had a a boat repaired, and the guy was, the repairman was supposedly a Christian, and he just, he messed it all up. And he charged him a lot of money. And this friend of mine was so upset, and in the process of doing all of this, his uncle called him and said, listen, I got this boat sitting here, and I don't know what to do with it. He brought the boat over and he said, sell it for me. I, I'm too old. Just sell the boat for me. It was a pretty beat up boat. So that boat's sitting there. My friend got ripped off getting his boat fixed up. And he was so mad at the guy. And he and I said, what are you doing? And he showed me everything. And I said, you know what? 
you genuinely got ripped off. But the man who did this to you, he's a Christian man. He's going through a divorce. He's really got a problem. Just forgive him and forget the whole thing and just say, you know what, Lord? He's got his share of problems. Bless him. And he said, you're right. That's what I'm going to do. And he did. And we brought the whole rip off before the Lord. So now he's got this boat that he paid $1,500 to fix. And it's not fixed or it's not fixed right. It's a mess. At the same time, he's got his uncle's boat sitting in the backyard that's for sale. He sells the uncle's boat for $1,500. And he calls up his uncle and he says, hey, I got you $1,500 here. And the uncle says, you know what? Forget it. I don't want the money. Keep it. This is the way God operates all the time. And this is the way God operates in my life all the time. I live this way. This is the road to blessing. Everything in God's kingdom is the dead opposite of the way this world operates. And if you'll operate God's way, you'd be surprised how blessed you are. God can do anything. Now, what do you do with this? What do you do? Years and years and years of doing it wrong. How do you fix this? You need to call in a crop failure and you need to pray and you need to say, Lord, I've been doing this wrong from day one. Forgive me. And I call in a failure, a crop failure to all those things that I did that I thought I was getting over on the guy when I sued him, when I beat him out of money, when I made him pay, when I did all those things. I did it wrong, Lord. Forgive me. I call in a crop failure. From now on, I'm going to operate in the blessing of God. That's how you get rid of what you've done. In other words, everything comes back as a harvest. So the harvest that you got coming back for what you did wrong, you've canceled the whole thing. You call in a crop failure. You know, you know the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And everybody sees that like, well, suck it up. Just do it right to them. Whatever they do to you does. No, it's more like what you do to others will be done unto you. This scripture, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, is designed for you to bless yourself. Operate under this principle of blessing people and watch how God blesses you. You have to operate this whole system in God's way of doing business because God has a whole different program. You know, if you don't understand that you're in a knockdown, drag out, take no prisoners war with the devil, you will never understand Christianity because you'll always be fighting back. The devil will be always fighting you. You'll always be trying to defend yourself from the works of the devil. And when you don't do it, when you don't do it God's way, you're going to lose because when you, you as a Christian operating in the devil's system, he's going to beat your brains in every time. You know, this world, the, the world's money system, okay, what is the world's money system? You borrow money, you pay, you pay, you pay rent, you buy a car, you got payments, you buy a house, you pay, you make payments, you pay, you pay, you get ripped off, things don't, you pay, you lose your job, you pay, 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 you work, 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 you can never make enough money, you never, I don't care how much money you make, you can never make enough. That's the world's money system, but that's really Satan's money system. 
And unfortunately, the church, by and large, and when I say church, I mean the people, operate under Satan's money system. And they really don't understand why they never get ahead. They live their whole life, and it's like, it's good enough. I'm surviving. I got what I need to make it in, and I'm going to heaven, and so be it. You need to learn how to be an overcomer in this life, in the here and the now. You can be an overcomer. And this principle, although there's other, there's other principles you need to put it all together, and, and, and we hear it, Victory Life will eventually get all these teachings out to you. But if you don't understand that you're in a knockdown, drag out, take, when it says take no prisoners war, that means when, when the people would say, okay, we give up, they would just mow them down and kill everybody. They take no prisoners. And that's the way the devil is. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you study that word destroy, he wants to destroy you beyond recognition that you don't even look like a person anymore. Everything you have is totally destroyed. And, you know, there's a lot of different angles to this. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He will steal whatever you let him steal. If you're out and you're stealing things from the city of New York, you're giving him permission or you're allowing him to bring calamity into your life. It's always a harvest. He comes to steal if you won't let him steal anything. And he will steal whatever you let him steal. Then he comes to kill. You, st you start to get sick. He's trying to kill you. If you won't let him kill you and you fight for your, for your health and you command your body healed and you stand on your faith and you won't let him kill you, then he comes to destroy it. In other words, he destroys what you've done or he tries to. You're depressed. You're unhappy. He will steal, kill, and destroy anything. And you have to understand this principle of you are in a knockdown, drag out fight with the devil. That's why we have to do everything God's way. We got to operate in God's principles because he's looking for a way to take you down. And not only does the devil want to take you down, but he will blame it on God. He will say, God did this to you. God is your problem. And if you don't understand, you did it to yourself by the way you do things. You know, my wife was, if, if I get, you know, a change and I get too much money, I will go back in that store and say, here's the money you owe me. I don't want anything that doesn't belong to me. But I get blessed wherever I go. You know, I'll give you an example. I bought a lawnmower. It was a tra tractor type, and it was like, uh, I don't remember. It was like $2,500. And when it came, they delivered it. They gave me the next one up, the better one, which was $500 more. Some people would have went, yay, yay, yay. I didn't do that. I immediately called them. And I said, you gave me the wrong tractor. You gave me the bigger one. And that's not what I paid for, and it wasn't what I wanted. And they came back to me and said, ah, oh, just keep it. That's the right way to do it. Make sure everything you do, you do it right. Don't cheat anybody. Don't do anything. Make sure you do the right thing no matter what, no matter what they do to you. Make sure you always do the right thing. And God will bless you and he will bring a blessing into your life beyond anything you can imagine. I know I live this way. I make sure when I buy a product, 
I pay full price for it. And I don't now sometimes if I might ask them, well, what's your really what's your number for this? They might be putting more on it than it's worth because they figure someone's going to bargain them down. So it depends. And, you know, I'll tell you something else. I might say to someone, what is your price for this? And they might say whatever it is. And that's it. I don't bargain with them. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.